Welcome back. Jamie and Stoney, 97 won the ticket. The Red Wings are in beautiful northern Michigan right now, getting set for training camp and joining us now to talk about that and all things Red Wings, the head coach, Jeff Blaschel. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Thanks for having me on this morning, guys. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Um, not exactly an extended period for training camp here, huh? I mean, obviously late because of the World Cup and you got a preseason game right around the corner. What, what, what do you hope to get done in the next couple of days? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been pushed back seven days because of the World Cup, but the, the timing of it up, up here is basically what it's been here in the last couple of years, and that's that we get up here, um, you know, we skate for three days or four days, I'm sorry, and then, and then we play an exhibition, and this year our exhibition's at home, which is a little different. The biggest thing we want to get done up here is we want to establish a, a mentality and an identity of how we play. So that's going to be the biggest focus of what we're trying to do. Now we want to make sure we be, we become a relentless uh, fast, competitive, detailed team, and that starts here this morning. Uh, Coach, this team with the you know Datsuk leaving, Zetterberg in the uh, autumn of his career, so to speak. There's really besides Larkin, there's no star quality on this team. How do you compensate for that in this league where I know it's a team effort, but you need to have some amount of stars to win? Well, I, I think you know you touched it in one area, and that's one we're gonna we're gonna have to win as a team. We're not gonna win relying on one or two players. Um, we're going to have to do a great job throughout our lineup uh, uh, of, of becoming, one, a real close team, and two, of having contributions uh, on different nights from different players. And so for that, we're going to have to do a good job as a coaching staff of being real merit-based with our ice time. Uh, the guys that deserve the ice time that night, I've told John Torchetti, one of our new assistants, to make sure he's all over me to, to get the ice time of the guys that are playing best that night. Certainly resume matters. Um, but what you've done throughout the season matters. What you've done throughout your career matters, but it also what matters is how you're playing that night. So we're going to have to do a good job of that. Um, you know, I, I think the other part of it, though, is, is we have young guys that have the potential to become elite players in the league. You mentioned one with Larks. Um, there's, there's other players here. Uh, Nike and Tats have been guys that have been real good players in the league. Who can step in and become that elite go-to player on a nightly basis. Uh, we need some of these young guys to become that eventually for us to have the success that we want. You, you mentioned uh, Tatar and Nyquist. What is it going to take for them? They look, they had disappointing seasons last year, uh, no doubt about it. What's it going to take for them to get to the level where we thought they were going to be uh, rising to? Well, part of the disappointing season was was they had their ice time cut a little bit, and that was the decisions that I made. Now, some of that was uh, Larkin took away some of their ice time but I want it to be fair to them. Um, really, points per minute, uh, both guys scored on about the same basis, points per minute. They just didn't quite, they didn't get as many minutes. And so, one, they, they need to get the opportunity for me to have the minutes that they had uh, the season prior. And, uh, and two, they got to continue to, uh, in the process of becoming a go-to guy in a line um, where you're picking the, that line up and put them on your back every night. Uh, you know, obviously with Pavel gone, uh, now you're missing a guy who's done that on a nightly basis. So uh, Nike and, and Tats have to be able to do that. But I don't think their seasons were as disappointing as it's been played out if you look at points per minute and goals per minute and things like that. Um, Nike was a bit off on goals. Uh, I would say the year before was a kind of an aberration in terms of scoring 70 power play goals. If you look through the league, it doesn't happen very often. Um, that's the amount of goals that the BP had scored the season before last. Um, so, you know, I think, I think all in all, we need them to be a little bit better, but they also need to get the opportunity for me. They're going to get that, and then they have to be, come out and be elite. Jeff Blaschel, Red Wing head coach, joins us here on 97 won the ticket. Jeff, at the end of the year, I remember looking at, like, the league-wide stats, and I don't know if you really care about that other than wins and losses, but 
the Red Wings were almost middle of the pack in everything. Goals against, goals for, power play, penalty kill. It was it was really remarkable how kind of mediocre, if you were, and to use a bit, I don't know if there's a better term to use. Is there one stat there that you really want to see the team improve upon, or is that just you want to improve across the board? Yeah, and, and you're right. That's I, I do look at those stats. Those stats, to me, are process. Uh, you know, wins and, and losses are results, but a lot of times those stats are what drive your process. And um, we were whatever the, I think. I think the word to me would be average, average the middle. You know, and and we were average across the board in a lot of areas. So the way I look at it, and the way that we've talked about, is we we need to have little little margins of, of better every area we've got to be a little bit better and so those tiny margin wins are going to help us be a better hockey team can we be a little bit better at scoring goals can we be a little bit better at, at not uh, giving up as many uh, our especially teams are an area that uh, again they were 13 and, and 14 or something 13 and 12 we need those to be better than that is that in the top 10 is that in the top five the better they are the better chance we have of, of winning hockey games so Every little area, we got to be a little bit better. Uh, it's not easy. It takes extraordinary effort, but that's the type of effort we're going to have to be ready to give. Uh, Jonathan Erickson, uh, coach, has been an enigma to media, fans, for, for a while. He said uh, a few weeks ago he's got an injury, his hip injury, that uh, is bad enough to require treatment, but not quite bad enough that he wants to go under, he wanted to go surgery that would keep him out for four months of recovery. Now, when I see that, I say, oh, wait a second. If you know your hip is really bad and it's April or May, have the surgery. Maybe you can become a, a better player. W- what's the deal with him? Well, I think, you know, he's probably like lots of guys where, especially when they get up in their 30s, there's ongoing issues uh, that, that just generally don't go away. I think sometimes we think, and you guys know this, we think of surgery being an absolute fix where a lot of times it's not. Um, you know, we've also all known lots of people that have had surgeries that they thought, was going to eliminate pain. It doesn't always eliminate pain. It may reduce pain. So I don't know that surgery is always the end-all, be-all fix. And obviously, Jonathan's been in consultation with uh, our doctors, with specialists, to see what's the best course of action. And this is the uh, what, what they've all determined is the best course of action right now. Um, you know, I think Jonathan, like the rest of our decor, uh, we need to be a little bit better. Um, I think Jonathan's got a lot of good hockey left in him. Um, you know, the one thing Jonathan, he's six foot five and can skate, and that allows him to play against some of the bigger bodies in the league, the Kopitars, the, the Malkins, those guys like that. We have to do a good job of eliminating turnovers. Our decor uh, turned too many pucks over in our own end. Um, he's in that mix of guys that has to make sure we do a good job of that. So part of our job as a coaching staff is to set up a plan uh, exiting our end where – it takes a little bit of the pressure off our D so that we don't turn pucks over. When we didn't turn pucks over, we were really good. When we did, we weren't good. We're going to have to make sure we don't this year. Jeff, when you go out in public, I'm guessing the question you're asked most often is about goaltending, but I'm guessing the second most popular question you get has to do with Athanasiu, Willette, Mantha, are the guys, the younger guys who seem like they're on the verge but haven't quite made it through the line yet. What, what, what is your, I guess, take on those three guys heading into camp? Oh, I had Bertuzzi, Sproul, Jensen, <laughs> Russo. You know, okay. and I'm being honest with you. The, the, there's, those are all been real good players in the American League. Uh, after the CU, obviously, had the, the best opportunity of that group up in, uh, in the NHL and did a, did a great job. He played great in the minutes he got. Um, that's not arguable. Um, they've all been real good players. They're just like the guys I mentioned earlier. Which one of those guys can become elite? 
We've got tons of good players in the organization. That's one reason why Grand Rapids has had lots of success dating back a number of years is because we do have such a depth of good players. We need some of these guys to become elite. That's the challenge. Uh, as I said to our players yesterday in our meeting, uh, we don't, don't be good enough to make our team. Be good enough to make our team better. And if you're good enough to make our team better, uh, you'll be on the, on the hockey team and you'll get those types of opportunities. So we'll see how camp comes out. We'll see how the exhibition season plays out. But those guys are just like some of the other young guys, Mrazic, uh, some of the other guys we mentioned, Nike Tats, Larkin. Who can become elite? That's the challenge that I have for these guys, and we'll see which ones do it. Well, well you said about minutes, uh, Athens you. Did not get enough minutes as far as fans uh, last year. Uh, you talk about he needs to get more minutes. What's he have to do to get more minutes? The game has evolved, as you know, into a speed game. And besides Larkin, I would assume he's the fastest guy on the team. Well, he probably is the, the, the fastest guy on the team. The game is certainly there's a, a ton of speed in the NHL. You're seeing that right now. Let's not forget that you know three years ago everybody talked about being a a big grinding uh, hockey team because L.A. was winning cups. And when L.A. was winning, it was about being big and grinding. And Pittsburgh won, now it's about speed. We have to utilize our best assets. Um, we have to make sure, again, with with A, he's going to get the chance to come out and show every day that he can be an elite player. Now, what needs to be remembered, and I've said this before, is he hadn't yet been an elite player in the American League. Nike had, Tats had. That was the MVP of the playoffs when we won the uh, Calder Cup. Double-A hadn't reached that status yet. It is a little bit hard sometimes to, to, to think that all of a sudden the guy's going to go from not being elite at the lower level to being elite at the higher level. We need him to be elite. And so that's going to be a work in progress. Uh, I think anytime you see little flashes of players, you can get real excited at the potential. Let's continue to watch him over the course of this season and to see if he continues to show and takes those flashes and makes them bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and that will result in bigger trucks of ice. Jeff, really appreciate the time. We wish you good luck and probably more importantly, good health to the team uh, going through training camp in the preseason. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks a lot. Jeff Blaschel, the head coach of the Red Wings, and my major takeaway from talking to him there, Stoney, is Nyquist is no longer Gus. He's now Nike. He's Nike. I, went, I was going to ask how much did uh, Nike pay for the endorsements. That's a good point. <laughs> and when did you make the decision to move from Gus to Nike? Yeah. I, I always thought it was Gus, but now apparently it's Nike. Well, maybe he's going to get those uh, self-tying skates. That'd be great. Or maybe he could <laughs> bring back Fedorov's old white ones as well. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Jamie and Stoney show ninety seven won the ticket.